You're listening to the Arsenal Church Podcast. To learn more about the Arsenal, go to thearsenal.church. And if you'd like to receive more content throughout your week, feel free to download the Arsenal Church app. We are in a series called ID. Every year, we want to take some time to go over these fundamental beliefs that that we hold here. Um, now, I will throw this out there. If you've taken my um, the um, essentials class, you're going to hear some familiar stuff today. And one thing that I tell you every week when we do this this extra class is, if you disagree with what we're saying or teaching, like that, it's okay. Like we're, we're, we're good because some of the things that, that we teach are maybe, maybe different than what you're used to hearing in church. And so some of those things are going to, you, you may get one of those today and Chad hit on some of those, um, a couple weeks ago to the last two weeks. The first was that you are forgiven, not, hey, you, you can get forgiven, you know, if you do something bad, don't worry, there's a process you can go through to get forgiven, but that you are a forgiven person in Christ. Christ died once for all, for the sins of all time, and, and, and you're in, and it's done, and you are a forgiven person. He talked last week about being free. And I told you guys that I listened to the sermons, but the truth is I only listened to the first couple of minutes because I got to figure out where we, where we cut it off for the intro because Chad talks a lot at the beginning and then it's like, here's a good spot to actually start. Um, yeah. He won't, yeah, I bet he doesn't. Let's see who's actually listening. He, I bet he doesn't hear this. No. no, last week Chad talked about being free. And I know that's one of his, when we, when we sort of laid out the weeks for this series of talks, that's one that Chad loves to talk about. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. And that's something that we as Christians have a hard time um, leaning into or accepting because freedom, well, at least when I was growing up, that's a very scary word. Um, so Chad, the podcast is up. You can go listen to what Chad had to say about freedom last week. This week... Um, we decided, and we decided this months ago, that today I am talking about the idea of us being new. You are a new creation. And, you know, I've, this is a talk that I've given many times in the essentials class. This is like a pretty heavy theme that runs through, especially kind of the last week of that, if you've been through that class. You are new. You're a new creation. Um, and then this week some things happened like this week was very very heavy for me like really heavy um, like three of my friends two of them I'm still very close to are in different stages of dealing with um, the loss of a spouse um, and so like I like I spent some time in the hospital this week um, you know watching a friend who's has days left and it's like it's it's heavy you know and and I have a, another friend that I um that some of you may know like um a, a husband died like unexpectedly and um and then I have another friend whose wife passed away a few um a few months ago and he's he's a single dad and he's taking his daughter to homecoming and uh, at, at homecoming, the seniors walk out and their parents usually walk them out. And I don't know, he, his son's in something and is, you know, he's 
I'm talking to my friend and he's like, my son's walking out with a picture of his mom, you know, and I'm just like, man, he's so like, that's sort of the, the filter of my life this week. And these are, these are, um, two of them. I'm still, again, I'm still very close with and, ah, so when I'm, when I'm having a, a week like that, the, the way that it affects me is I come and it's like, all right, Rob, time, time to talk about being a new creation in Christ. And, and the thing that it brings up in me is I go like, why, like, does it matter? Like I'm the one teaching it, right? And I'm like, does this matter? Have, have you ever questioned that? Like been in church and gone like, is it, like, is this does this really matter? Because here's the thing. You could go to another church and they're going to tell you something completely different. And we teach it as if this is like the most important thing ever. And if you don't grasp this, there's going to be some like big problem. But go down the church and they're telling you something. Go down the street and they're telling you something different, right? Like what does it even matter? You know what? I took last week off. I stayed home and like I'm, like, I'm still here. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I miss Chad's sermon on, on being free. Like, but I'm, I'm still here and I'm, st- I'm still like reasonably happy, you know, like I'm safe. My kids are all okay. And so as I was like writing and sort of filtering this message this week, I was like, what, why, why is this important? And I think that's a question that probably most of us at some point have had about different things, right? Maybe you've been through a, a church like um, Fundamentals Essentials class and, you're, and it's like, it seems like this should be really important. And it's like, you want to ask the question, does like, how, okay, how does this actually affect me? And sometimes the answer is just like, well, you're going to be right. You know what I mean? Like we have the correct theology and other people don't. And like that's the end of the discussion. And the way that churches, we, we sort of put that out is we go, well, the Bible says. And it's like, well, you think the Bible says, but somebody else says the Bible says something different. And it's like, but, but that's why it's so important that I persuade you today that we are right. You know, and it's like that's the end of discussion, to, to be right. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so what? I'll just, I'll just leave it all behind and go on my way. I don't, I don't care who interprets a Bible verse correctly. I care about what, why does it matter? Just cause? So that's my, this, this is what happens when I go through sort of like difficult things is I get, there's like a little bit of skepticism, but I think that can also be a healthy thing that we don't necessarily have to like push down and ignore because a lot of good questions come up during those times. And I think you would probably appreciate if I'm going to give you a message and you took time out of your weekend to come here and sit here, like it should matter. It should be important. It should affect your life in some way. So that's my, that's my filter this week. Sorry, usually I have jokes at this point of my sermon. Um, but yeah, yeah, not, I'm just like not, not super um, jo- jokey today. Um, so yeah, I mean, all of you got up this morning and you're like, I'm going to church. Uh, why? Because you have to or because is God going to be mad at you if you don't? 
maybe maybe to see some friends that's a valid good reason i think like i'm going to go see my friends and then i got to sit and listen to this guy talk for uh, two and a half hours i got i do have jokes i'm not talking i'm not talking for two and a half hours um do i just need to go to church do i just need to be more right I think it's important to dig a little deeper and go, why does this actually matter? How is this actually going to affect my life or the lives of people around me? And I, I don't think God is threatened by those questions. As a parent, sometimes I get annoyed when, like, I have a five-year-old and everything is why, right? If you've raised kids, you know you've been through that phase. Why, why, why? Um, and sometimes it gets, like, a little, like, oh, my goodness, just because... God's patience doesn't end with us. When we ask why, that's actually a way of him drawing us in. Because God actually has good answers to these questions. When we get skeptical and we throw these questions out, God's like, hey, there's actually an answer here. And it's a good answer that, you, like, maybe you'll actually like it. So yeah, Rob's in, I'm, I'm just like in a, in a mood this week. I, I recognize that. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. This is my, I knew this was my verse like coming into the week. And this is, this is sort of a, a very foundational Bible verse, especially when we're talking about being new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Paul's being very, like, he's kind of redundant here, right? He, he says it in three different ways. The new creation has come. Awesome. The old is gone. Okay, well, if the new's here, then that. Also, the new is here. Like, he, he basically says the same thing three times. He, he's being, he, he really is trying to make a point here. The new creation is here. The old has gone. The new is here. Now, this is something for me growing up in church, and maybe, maybe you experienced this and maybe you didn't, but a thing that we often talked about was sort of this battle between our old self and our new self. And if I have an old self that's battling with my new self, then the old self is not gone. And the new self is like, trying to be here but you know what i mean like it's like it's we're not lining up if i have this battle between my old self and my new self then the old is not gone and i think paul's trying to be very specific here he's trying to go hey the the new is here that old thing is actually gone that that's not who you are anymore the new is here and let's, let's be real here. Um, this is a week for being real. We don't always feel that. I don't. I mean, maybe somebody does. I don't. Right? Paul's going, you're a new creation in Christ. That old self is gone. And it raises a lot of questions. Well, why am I feeling this way? And why did I do that? And why am I being so this? You know? <laughs> Like we, ha we have these things and it looks, it definitely would support the idea that, hey, there's still like an old something in here because my behavior is not lining up with being a new creation in Christ. But Paul doesn't say the new is coming. 
it's on its way. He's not even saying, hey, don't worry, hang in there. The new will be triumphant over the old. He goes, no, 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 the new's here and the old is just gone. It's, it's not who you are anymore. And so that's something that we might struggle with. And it's perfectly understandable that somebody might try to convince you that the old self is this thing. You have something in you that's a part of you, who you are, and you need to defeat yourself with your other self, your two selves. But that's not what Paul's teaching us here. And so all of this comes up and, and like, okay, if I'm going to trust what Paul's telling me here, if anyone's in, new, in Christ, the new has come and the old is gone, my question before I even start digging into it is why does it even matter? Why, why does it matter that I go like, oh, I am a new creation. The old is gone. Like, so what, right? There's this, there's this pastor, like an old pastor. He's, he's very like Bible Beltish, um, and I'm not always a big fan. But there's this thing that he does in the middle of his sermons is he like he builds this like big theological point, and he has this huge church, and he goes and he goes so, and then like he you know he breaks down a Bible verse, and he goes so, and the whole church goes so what, and then he goes like well this is why it matters, and I, like I love that because this stuff should matter. Much beyond just being right. Hebrews 8.6 says this, and this is very foundational for this whole series, this identity series. It says, but now Jesus, our high priest, has been given a ministry that is far superior to the old priesthood. For he is the one who mediates for us a far better covenant with God, and now listen to this, based on better promises. When Jesus came, he instituted a new covenant, a new agreement between God and man that is built from the very foundation on better promises than the old covenant. So we're going to look at one of those better promises today. There's multiple better promises, and today we're talking about you being a new creation. And I, I've mentioned this a few times, um, but this week I did a little I did a little research on Facebook. I, I got on Facebook, and I oh man, Facebook this week, huh? I mean, any social media platform this week. Um, but I got I got on Facebook and I and I searched for a phrase. I searched for the phrase deceitful heart or the heart is deceitful, I think. And feel free to do that. And, and what you're going to find is a lot of Christians and Christian leaders with some really poorly designed memes um, that, have, that have the Bible verse, Jeremiah 17, 9. And you'll see it in all kinds of comments it says this, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can understand it? For a lot of Christians, this is like a message. This, like this is the banner we're flying. And what it does, like for me as a, as a you 